What's up? <laughs> We're back. You know what you're listening to. Let's get into it. You're ruining my life day by day. What's up? <laughs> Episode 7. Going crazy. We alone in the studio today. What do you think you're doing? Older than me. I hope you guys like this song as much as I do. <laughs> yes. Just kidding. I really wanna hang Yes, yes, yes. Check it out. So what? So what? What? Alright. I hope you guys like that um, song. Probably not, but you know, I hope so. This is episode 7 of the Barely Wise Podcast. And uh, today I am alone in the stew, the stew being my room. And uh, that doesn't matter. It's still going to be a fun episode. It's still going to be worth listening to. Um... I apologize for the late upload. Uh, I typically upload Tuesday night at 12 a.m., so technically early Wednesday morning, but also Tuesday night. Uh, Today it's 10, 16 p.m. It's probably not going to be uploaded until like 12 a.m. tonight, Thursday. Um, So I apologize for that, but it probably doesn't matter that much. But it's still going to be a fun episode. We have a lot in store. Like that, you can expect that for the rest of the episode, and uh, you know, have some fun stories. Recently, uh, I've been snowed in, um, and I'm sure many of you guys have, have experienced snow. Uh, it's a fun time, but I've never driven in it, in it before, uh, and we made history. Uh, I believe it was Monday. We made history by driving and drifting in snow. I'm gonna go ahead and air out. Everything illegal I did that day. It started at 8 a.m. I wake up. We look outside. It's snow. It snowed that night. So I quickly, you know, dress up, brush my teeth. I go outside and I see my family, you know, enjoying this seasonal time with, uh, you know, seasons. And... We're all about to go outside and enjoy the snow. So I put on my, you know, little dress for the snow and my little dress boots. I go outside and indeed it is snowing. So we play for a little bit. It's fun having a good time. Then we get the best idea. This was me, my brother, and my father. We take his Subaru Crosstrek 2021 model. We take it to our grocery store's parking lot, and we drift. We drift like never before, and you know what? I'm going to pull up the audio. I wish I could pull up the video, but it's audio only for today. I'm sorry. And this is what happened. It's just the audio. I'm sorry. I'll turn it up. We're driving, and we're drifting, and we're living life. Yeah! Yeah. Does that not sound fun? It was as fun as it sounds. Uh, 
And, you know, blessedly, I had the opportunity to drift my brother's vehicle. And boy, oh boy, all of the hours, the money, the virtual money I spent playing Forza Horizon 4 and 5, it all came down to this day. All those skills, all that simulation driving I did, it worked out because here I am drifting a real car in the snow. It was as fun as you can imagine. I was driving just like I would in Forza. Uh, I did hit a kid. He was all right. Just, you know, everybody has to go through minor speed bumps in life. And it was just like Grand Theft Auto. I hit a hooker. I drifted a little bit. I robbed the Ingles store. Came back out. Drifted a little bit more. Went to the back. We drifted a little bit more. And, uh, you know, drift doesn't really add up to what it was like. Drifting is not exactly what it was. It was donuts. Drifting at times. But, you know, you really have to feel what it is. The drift. You know, to slide in a vehicle, you feel that G-force of, uh, you know, being dying. You feel the gravity pressure push on you, you know, make your head feel heavier. It was, to put it this way, an amazing time. Uh, so we go back, and I forgot to mention the time. Uh, we went to a dental's, dentist's parking lot figuring you know it'd be empty and it was but there was a lot of curbs and that's okay curbs are just small challenges such as life and we drift and we drift into the sunset in our last drift boom we hit the curb we hit it hard we look out to see if there's any damage no we looked to see if there was any personal damage. No. Except for my dad's head. He is concussed. Currently in ICU, but he's fine. We keep on driving. We go back home. It is. It was the funnest day I've ever had. Um, It's something about drifting a real car. You know, I, I really recommend other people do it. When we first got to the grocers, we started drifting... I apologize. We started drifting ourselves. Nobody was there. It was just us. And when people see us drifting, they say, wow, that looks like fun. So you get these uh, Karen. Well, I don't want to call them Karens. They weren't doing anything to us personally. But they started getting in their little Kia Souls, Ford Expeditions. Just started drifting. Started sliding started having fun and isn't this what life is about having fun I hope you guys can hear that that it's my father blowing his nose after he, I guess he just got out of the ICU um, so I guess he's fine now but I hope you can hear that he is urinating and blowing his nose thank you dad thank you so I hope if it snows near you, please get your local vehicle. Take it out. Drive really fast. Slam on the brakes and watch yourself slide. It's fun. It's safe. It's legal. Do it. 
I would like to quickly apologize for last week's episode. If you listen, you can hear now. It spit in my mouth. Saliva. It's that sound. It's disgusting. That happened a lot in episode 6. I apologize. And I'll be taking a quick water thirst. We got a number one victory royale. Yeah, Fortnite, we bout to get down. get down. Ten kills on the board right now. Just wiped out Tomato Town. My friend just gone down. I revived him. We got a, we got a... Sorry, wrong sound. I was trying to turn it off. So, I just hydrated myself. I feel incredible. After that day, it was a lot worse. That was the only fun part of snow that happened. The rest of the time was suffer. Just suffering and pain. I'm supposed to go to work the next morning. And I wake up and my car is completely frozen over. And. (laughs) Sorry. And I go to clean my car with a dustpan. It takes me about 45 minutes to get off. I don't know how you northerners do it. But it's a pain up my ass. So I clean it off. And I can't even go to work. Uh, It's dangerous. I get a call that my sister lost uh, traction and slid into a ditch. She is fine, other other than, you know, the amputations she had to get, but she is fine. And I, I, I decided, you know what, I don't feel safe going to work. Is my life, this is something you gotta ask yourself, is your life worth a couple bucks? Is that workplace gonna pay for the damage to your body to your car to your double booty blaster in the back no i suggest you find someone who can or don't go to work which is what i did so i stayed home it was a bit depressing you know not being able to go anywhere being snowed in and i i empathize with people who have to do that uh you have my pity moving on we are going to be doing some ask or not ask credit. I apologize. We are going to be doing advice and relationship advice review. And check this out. This is going to work out because <laughs> we're going to be doing the barely wise advice segment. So let's go to Reddit. I don't use this. <laughs> I don't use Reddit, but I just saw it on the toilet paper. Number one, I don't want to see, this is the title of this post. I don't want to see my girl's shit anymore. Girl I've been seeing for a few years now has a problem that I have addressed several times where it comes to a point where I left a huge ass note next to the toilet. Flush the toilet. I don't want to see gosh darn turds when I lift the seat. I have literally talked to her about five to six times, and I'm at my wit's end. What to do? Before I read the comments on this, I'm going to, you know, I want to give my advice on what I would do. 
I would take a shit on her bed. I want you to eat Taco Bell. Get some protein shakes so it's real nice and smelly. Shit in her pillowcase. Okay? Make her find out why her bed is so stinky. Okay? Next up, confront her. After you shit in her pillowcase, say, hey, please flush your turds. Okay? I don't like having to fish them out of the bowl and eating them just so I can get them out of my way. So that would be what I do. Um, Let's see what the comments have to say. There has never been a situation where I'm sick of your shit is the literal reason for ending it. Don't waste the osper- don't waste the opportunity to use it. Thank you, little white, for saying that. Why doesn't she flush the toilet? What reason does she give you? This is disgusting. He replies, fucking forgets. That's it. Then there's straggler and no TP. Bruh. I think I'm out. This girl needs a huge effing reality check. I I couldn't agree more. So that was that thread. I thought it was funny, and I thought I would add it. The second thread. My brother used to come in my shampoo, and now he plays it off like that's nothing serious. But I am thoroughly disgusted and don't even know how to take him seriously, seriously anymore. I'm just going to read that one more time. My 20 brother, 16, used to come bust a nut. He busted a nut in my shampoo bottle. And now he plays it off like it's nothing serious. Um, that That's a title within itself. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> Thank you, brothers. Let's continue. I promise I'm not trolling. I only learned of this a couple weeks ago. He said he got off knowing I had his semen in my hair and didn't know it. Words cannot describe how gross I felt. This was one to two years ago when he was 14 to 15, but still, it's so fucking disgusting. I don't even want to talk to him. Edit. Here are screenshots to hopefully prove that I'm not lying. Let's look at these screenshots. The first one says... My name. I need to admit something to you. This was this was his, her brother texting her this through Snapchat. She says what? The time period where we lived at dad's and blank lived at mom's older brother on plenty of occasions. I would come into our white painting shampoo because it would get me off. She replies, that better be a MF joke. It's not. You can look me without a coupon. Um, that's, okay, let's see what the next one said, because that doesn't give me a lot of context. Uh, his girlfriend texts her, I don't know, but if it makes him happy, I have to support it. She says no, because what he said used to make him happy was coming in my shampoo. Oh yeah, he told me about that a while ago. That's literally so gross. He said he got a kick out of it. Like, that's actually vile. It's disgusting. She replies, knowing that you had his cum in your hair, it is. I I don't even want to put my take in it. Uh, I'll just continue reading. This is awful. That is my take. Well, we talked about it in person sometime last week, but he played it off and said something like, it wasn't an incest thing, just like a power thing. 
oh wow okay this is the edit that does add a lot a lot of context he is a male this is a guy uh that had come in his hair um so first I'll, I'll put my little take here there are really no words for that the only understandable thing you could do is let me think shoot him um I don't know, become an arsonist. This is really a situation I, I haven't experienced before. And um, it's a little weird. Like, I'm trying to think if... I'm, I don't even want to put myself into anybody's shoes here because that just sort of makes me cringe and want to shoot myself. But I can't imagine any of my brothers or sisters wanting to do that or me wanting to do that and where you could come to a point where that gets you on you know gets you off I guess um that's if you've come to that point in your life I believe it's uh I don't know you probably should do something about that that's uh maybe therapy I think therapy is a good thing yeah I would go I would go see a therapist um it is kind of funny to think of the reaction here like it doesn't seem like they told each other in person it was over text but you just go you just go up to him and go dude did you just come in my shampoo you just busted a nut in my shampoo oh my god and he's gonna be chill about it you know sorry shit it just like got me off oh my god kyler what the fuck And I'll, and he, I don't know. I don't think he'll care. Um, let's read what the comments have to say. You need to tell your parents. That's some weird shit right there. I'm sorry, OP. Only answer is to diarrhea in his shampoo bottle. I agree. An eye for an eye. This is so traumatizing. Telling your mom, this kid sounds like he needs therapy. Did I not just say that? That is so true. I think there's some psychological issues with the brother. Um, busting a knot on anything that isn't um, your dog, um, your pillow, your sink, um, a public restroom. I don't know. That's weird. You know, uh, beyond that, that's weird, you know. So that was that thread. Um, I'm sorry that you had to listen to that. Uh if if you don't want me reading these anymore because it's too vile, I understand. Just let me know. However, I think it is kind of funny. Um, this one I did not read. Uh, it's on the subreddit advice. And it goes, wife wants to start an OnlyFans. My, 28M, wife, 27, were talking about our finances when I told her that we need to... Uh, better. Sorry, this has typos, so I'm trying to read through it. I told her that we need to find a better job at lower our spending. We have about $27,000 in credit card debt after we did a remodel of our house. She hates her current job, and she asked me what if she started a OnlyFans. I told her it, that she had to be joking. No way to have her pictures out there for all to see. I told her I would rather her be a stripper and use her pole class workouts to 
some use. We both laughed and we told ourselves, we'll work it out. Well, she took my joking advice and came to came to me saying she would like to dance at the strip club. She spoke to me of the girls at her pole class that are strippers and told her that she can just audition. I was dumbfounded that she was serious and she was nervous talking to me about it. She jokingly told me it's not only fans and she will do it only once if I was okay with it. She told me the money that she could make and we both can agree she does have a great body. <laughs> I told her that I was okay with it and just to talk to me and that I'm here to support her no matter what. She went to the audition and got hired. What is she and where are we getting ourselves into? How do I support her? Her first night, I waited up for her and she was super nervous, but it was okay. Okay, I think I read earlier wrong. I don't think it was just one time. I think she was getting into it for like a career choice. So her first night, I waited up for her and she was super nervous, but it was okay. However, the next night, she did not talk much and took like a 30-minute shower. What should a husband do? I'll take out anything. Thank you. Um, my first advice, my barely wise advice, <laughs> is, again, counseling is very helpful. Uh, you could talk it through with a counselor and sort of see where both of you guys are out with an objective opinion. Uh, Reddit is sort of, I, I love that you put it on Reddit because then I can read it and consume it for a content. But otherwise, it's I don't, I don't think unless there's any professional therapists on Reddit, I, I don't know if a form can help you all that much. Um, counseling is expensive, uh, but if if you're available to it, or if you know somebody older that you don't feel embarrassed to tell, I would go to that. Um, I I remember this was back in. The 80s no this was I think in the early 70s I used to strip with my friend uh Inia me and her used to go crazy I met her at a pole dancing class um I found her on the street and she said that she was in a pole dancing class so I I met with her we started pole dancing I auditioned and I, I mean I'm I was living the exact life of what this wife and husband are living except for I was financially amazing. I imported cocaine uh, from Colombia. Uh, I think it was around 90 million a, a plane. So by the early 70s, I, you know, I had a business, but I thought, why not add another hustle on? So I started stripping, and me and Inea was just having the best times of our lives, having fun stripping, dollars everywhere, and it really was a great time. However, I did feel very objective objective ob, object, objectified and that is a problem you're gonna have to deal with um back in the this was the early 90s I stopped I was sort of growing out of it and I went to uh I went to somebody in my church at the time and she said you are twerking way too much you are just shaking that ass way too good um and we cried there just because she asked me to do a rendition of one of my one of my stripping lessons and i i shook that 
ass. I shook that ass like no one ever did. I was just busting ass. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And, you know, we really talked it out. And after that, I stopped stripping. I stopped importing cocaine from Colombia. And I got out of the, out of the KGB. There, That was a life that was well lived. And I don't... Re- Sometimes I regret it. But anyway... My main takeaway from that story is get counseling. You know, visit somebody older than you. This is a situation that's far beyond your reach. Um, I, I don't know. It's tough. It really is. So, let's read the comments. Talk to her. It's very important that you communicate right now. She may be feeling so many things doing this, and this work is not easy at all. You need to make yourself open to listening to her, and she knows that you're there for her. Be open and supportive, talk to her, and let her know that you are there, and whatever she wants to tell you will be heard, uh, excuse me, she wants to tell you will be heard in a supportive way. As I said, this isn't easy work, and most I know they had have gone down this path, did not stay in it for very long. Please, just listen to her, and let her know you're there for her. Amen. Amen. 27000 in credit card debt? After a house remodel, my advice <laughs> is you take a budgeting class. I was thinking the same thing, but again, I'm young. I don't know much about, I don't know anything about budgeting and stuff. Um, I'm the last person you should ask. I'm not good with spending, but I was thinking I probably wouldn't get a house remodel if that would put me that far into debt. But again, what do I know? <laughs> you know? What do I know? Anyways, that was the end of the segment for advice, uh, Reddit advice. Uh, we will be going to break for ads. Uh, and here's a new little mom jeans song that was released earlier today. This episode is sponsored by Pornhub. Feeling weird? Want to get back into shape? Are you not getting enough vitamin C and D? Well, visit Pornhub.com for more solutions on your nutrients, what you're eating, and to get it right at your door. Again, that's Pornhub.com slash BigBootyHo. Use code the barely wise for 10% off in penis enlargement pills. Let's get back to the episode with our host, River. All right, guys, we are back. I hope everybody enjoyed that ad break. That's a new one. Uh, again, that's a new song by Mom Jeans. Mom Jeans has been a favorite band of mine for quite some time. I went to see them in, (laughs) I think it was October, maybe November. I honestly can't. I think it was November. 
yeah, I think it was November. It was so much fun. I'm pretty sure I explained this on a podcast, but if you weren't there, there was a girl who was my type. She was so fine in every way, but 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 but, but not Kim Kardashian, that sort of hippie sort of hippy dippy middle part girl, nose ring, hippie, listens to uh like my kind of music. You know, she was fine. You know, she was cute. And I, as I do, I was getting flirty with her. Her, not whore. My fault. Not my fault. And I was like touching her. She was touching me. She shook me. She grabbed my shoulders and said, are you having a good time? I said, baby, I'm having a great time. <laughs> um, nevertheless. The story goes on, and what I learned from that day is concerts are really fun. Um, This was probably my favorite concert I had been to, in that there are plenty of fish in the sea. The odds of me being placed next to someone I was attracted to showed me that that, those odds are pretty high, because she was fine, and I'm right next to her. What What are the odds? Um... The reason it didn't work out great is, I'm pretty sure I didn't say this on the podcast, I can't remember if I told you guys, Um, it was flirty, I felt like she liked me, I felt like I liked her, Um, you know, she was super cute, very, uh, I don't know, just my type, you know, she has charisma, laughs a lot, not too hard to deal with, you know, doesn't make fun, just kind of pokes at you in a fun way, and it it was amazing, and uh, after that, I, I go up to her after the concert's over, and I felt like, you know, things were going great, and I go, hey, you know, I, I tap her on the shoulder, and I say, hey, before, you know, we all leave, I just want to say I had a great time with you, this was so much fun, um, I hope you get home safe, and uh, do you got a Snapchat? Uh, I'm paraphrasing there. But I I did ask for a Snapchat. And lo and behold, Mr. Chad. Mr. Chad comes up, wraps his arm around his girl. And I quickly got the message. I uh, embarrassingly walked off. I, at the time, I took that as a loss. But it's all about perspective, guys. Let, let Let me teach you guys something, okay? It's all about the way you see things. Because had I saw that as a loss, I would have gone home, home sad. But I took a shot. You know, when you open up a business and it fails, it's it, I mean, technically it's a loss. But it's a win from a perspective that goes, you tried. You tried your hardest, but it didn't work out. And that's okay. And, um, you know, when we were leaving... I was telling my friend Gray about it, and, you know, he was supportive, uh, you know, he, um, he was sad for me, and we ended up hitting, crashing the truck into, uh, a pole, crashing is a big word to use, it wasn't a crash, we just sort of ran into a pole, very slowly, and the whole street was looking at us and sort of helping us. We all just got out of this concert. I'm sure you guys know how people flood the streets of Atlanta. And 
they were sort of like, yeah, you you hit that pole. You have to move more to the left. So I got out of the truck, and I was helping direct him, and uh, it, that was great. And this is going to sound like something that was written by a book or something that was written by somebody who is trying to impress you or is like a narcissist. But there's so many people that had to take that opportunity. I said, thanks, guys. And I said it really loudly because they were across the street. Just get this in your mind. In your mind. Parking garage on the left. Street in the middle. Another side street on the opposite side of the parking garage. Many, many people are on the opposite side. I say thank you. There's like four people that said no problem. And they were all my age. All seemed cool, so I went for it. I took that loss and I, I used it as the fool for motiva- fuel for motivation. I said, who likes boobs? And I got a good seven people say, yeah, really loudly. And that was a win, fellas. That was a, a win. Okay. And at the end of the day, you know, my motto is. It is what it is. Uh-huh. It is what it is. <laughs> It is what it is. Can I can I just get an amen on that? Amen. Amen. Well, guys, again, this was a shorter episode. We are at 33 minutes and 30 seconds. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was a short one, but I hope it was short and sweet. Instead of long and boring like your boyfriend. <laughs> Um, yeah, I hope the sound effects weren't too much, but it was fun for me. Uh, if I'm doing it too much, hit me up on Instagram. Uh, this is important, guys. I created a lot of socials. So we're on TikTok now at the Barely Wise Podcast. We are on Instagram at the Barely Wise Podcast. And if you didn't know, I don't know what, um, you know, you stream uh, this podcast with, but I'm on YouTube. That's where I upload all the video versions of the podcast. It's youtube.com. Uh, the username is the Barely Wise Podcast. TikTok, Instagram, it's all the same. And uh, if you have Spotify or iTunes, I'm on there as well. So uh, you can hit me up through either social if you would like to tell me, hey, those farts are getting really annoying. And I'm going to say, sorry, I won't do it again. Or you may say, can you not clap and moan into the microphone? I had you on speaker, and now they think I'm watching porn. And I'm going to say, of course. Like, I hate when I listen to the podcast, and they do it. Like, they do that. So I'm not going to do that again. Fuck. And I just want to apologize again uh, in advance. So I hope everybody has a great Thursday. This is probably going to go up uh, Wednesday night, but you might not listen it to Thursday. I hope you have a great day, whatever day you're listening to this too. A great evening. And remember, keep those farts moist. And it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs>